This is Jensen. I'm here with Zach and Jake, and this is Sports Standard. We're your new standard sports show, hence the name. On the lineup today is the NBA playoffs. And also, my reaction to last week's episode, because I was in the Smoky Mountains, which was actually a blast. We saw two bears. That was fun. Um, yeah, two bears, lots of elk, lots of deer, all kinds of fun stuff. Um <laughs> It was so, so cold, though. Oh, my gosh. When I tell you it was cold, like, it was actually very cold. Like, the nights were, like, in the 30s. I was, like, I wasn't expecting that in the middle of May. <laughs> um, but, yes, anyways, so we will get to my reactions on the NBA stuff that you, we all talked about last week because that's our topic today. But real quick on the Tebow thing with the Jaguars that you all talked about last week. People are being mad about it. It's like, I agree with uh, Jake, what you said. It's like, he, he got signed because of Urban Meyer. You yeah. Know? Like, that's the only reason he got signed really over anyone else. Because Urban Meyer loves him. And so does everyone else. Everyone loves Tebow. Who, who doesn't like Tebow? Well, FSU fans. But <laughs> who, who, but who likes Georgia, FSU fans? Georgia fans too, but... Who like who likes FSU or Georgia fans? No one. Yeah, you know it was probably Georgia and FSU doing all the complaining. That's probably what it was. <laughs> probably. I mean, FSU is pretty pretty close to Jacksonville, so like a lot of fans there. That's very um, true. But also about the MLB relocation for the A's, um, it it's so sad that they might actually relocate because just like the Oakland A's is like iconic. They're historic, right? yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's funny. Like, um, when I when I listened to um, the podcast, I listened to it on Saturday. I had like just watched Moneyball. <laughs> I love Moneyball. <laughs> I didn't even know that y'all talked about that. <laughs> I had just watched Moneyball like earlier that day, and then I I listened to the podcast. I was like, whoa. The main guy is Brad Pitt, right? I'm just making sure. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I I yeah. love it. He does. He does such a good time. He just. He does such a good job in that movie. Oh my god. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. The Gets beauty that is base. Brad Pitt. <laughs> um. But anyways, movie. so what y'all were saying with like, uh, like Nashville would be an option, or like Orlando. I would love them to come to Orlando, get some more <laughs> Orlando teams. But don't think that's really realistic because Orlando yeah. is not that big of a market. Yes, I know, Jake. It's a great place to raise a family. Shout out to Disney World. I well, you say Orlando's World, not that though. big of a, you say Orlando's not that big of a market. Neither is Oakland, but they're still trying to stay right. there. So yeah, uh, well, I mean, it's easier to stay where you are than to move to another small true, market. True. So you're disagreeing um, with me on the on the Orlando part. I would love for them to come to Orlando. Don't get me wrong. Well, I would love another Orlando team, but I don't think it should happen because I, also. Like you have to move around, you have to uh, realign like all the different divisions and all that. You know, just make things into kind of a mess because who would take their spot in the West? In the AL Central, the the most Western team is Minnesota, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's like that's not that's in the eastern half of the United States. And well, like, I would say it's not really uncommon that we see that in in sports leagues. I mean. Uh, Memphis, the Grizzlies, they used to be part of the, they were in the Eastern Conference, and then they, um, when they did, like, the whole thing, shifts and stuff like that, they moved it to the Western Conference. Yeah. And even New Orleans. Yeah, and and we're like, New Orleans, Memphis? That's, like, East, but it's in the West. I I mean, like, 
it should be as close to it as possible in, in the Western half, really. But that's just kind of how it is because it's just like a couple main states on the West and then a lot mm-hmm. more uh, states in the East that have sports. So whatever. But still, it's like. Yeah. But see, what it is for me is. Do I think it would be great if it happened? Yes. Do I think it will happen? No, it won't happen. But yeah, I it's, don't think it would move to Orlando. It's yeah. it's not uncommon that we don't see, you know, I mean, like a team a team relocate to an even a, a smaller market team. I mean, you think about the Seattle SuperSonics moving to Oklahoma City was a huge shock to people. True. That there were even basketball fans in there. Um, but you know, I I just see Orlando as one of those places that is like yearning for more sports teams because you know no living down here you know the sports culture is huge over here in baseball football everything and we only have a basketball team and our soccer and we have a soccer team and that's popular right Uh, of course orlando city is is popular amongst uh orlandoans but football and baseball is even more popular and we don't have football or baseball team that's actually it's an interesting thing like what are Residents of Orlando call it or- Orlandians. I think they're actually called Orlandoans. Let me. No. I, Orlandoans. I look it up. <laughs> I'm. I'm gonna search it up. <laughs> the denonym, right? That's what it's called. <laughs> but what were you saying, Zach? Uh, what you were saying. You said Orlando. Obviously, you have the Magic and you have a soccer team. What is Orlando considered? If they, you know, say are football fans, baseball fans, whatever. What is like their hometown team? Is it Jacksonville? Is it Tampa? I, Jensen, I know you're a Dolphins fan, but I don't like so. Okay. okay, go ahead, Jensen. So, technically, what, like when you're on, um, when you're on watching it, you're watching football on TV, and it's like mm-hmm. playing for whatever your hometown team is. I most often get the Jaguars, even though we are closer to Tampa. Like Tampa's like an hour away or so, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more, and Jacksonville's like three hours away. But technically, they're a hometown team, which is weird. Uh, but I would think that Tampa would be our hometown team is much closer yeah i mean for me i'm here here's the issue right so uh and for, by the way i found out the name it's actually called orlandonians or something like that okay hold on no <laughs> <laughs> so contenders okay orlando indians or, or or there was this weird article orlando calarisians or orlando <laughs> i don't I like know <laughs> it's a star wars reference no uh, i got it yeah no i think it's just orlandoans that's the most common thing i see but here's what i'm seeing right jensen you see, you're from east orlando right you yeah. say you see a lot more Jack, uh, jacksonville jaguar fans right mm-hmm. i well, actually i don't see jaguar fans there's not many of them it's just our technically our hometown team is like what's shown on my television for that is jaguar for me, it's it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, to be fair, you are like forty minutes west of me. So. Yeah, yeah. But that so, just shows how massive Orlando is. Yeah, like we could totally host the team. <laughs> so, Zach, here's the issue with Florida, right? Tell me. So the issue is this: even though you see a typically a a tiny bit more Buccaneer fans on where I live and stuff like that, not really that much. The problem is this. Our fan base around the Buccaneers or Jacksonville or Miami Dolphins is very sl- split. And then that's just the, the third of it. The rest of it is just teams across the country. And here's the reason. 
a lot of people who live in Orlando are not actually from Orlando. They from they move there. Right? Yeah, they're from other yeah. states, and then they move there. Uh, my family, we moved here in the uh, my family moved here in the '90s from New York. So I'm a Giants fan, <laughs> but that that's the that's the issue that it's not really all that connected just because most people here, or I wouldn't say most people, I don't know the statistics, but a lot of people I know are from somewhere else. I don't know. I, I don't know if you've seen the same thing, Jensen, but that's my whole thing. That's kind of the case with a lot of Florida in general, really, because it's such a like retirement state. You know, mm-hmm. we have a lot of old people. Shout out to the old people. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we do have a lot of like Zach. retired people that do what Zach's the youngest of us. Yeah, but I'm younger than both of you. <laughs> yeah, but um, but when you're a Knicks fan, it kind of tends to age you out. But you know, <laughs> uh, oh, and and not the same for Magic fans. You're right, but only only one <laughs> um, of our teams made the playoffs. We made the past two. Right, yes, but but um, <laughs> do you see our roster right now? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, but what what I was gonna say is like. There, I think that there are some good options if they if the A's do have to move to a different city. I mean, obviously, I would love for them to stay in Oakland because it's iconic. You know, the Oakland A's. Like, it just rolls off the tongue, and that's all I've ever known. Mm-hmm. Right? Even though I've never paid attention a whole lot to baseball, I know about the A's, and I know that they're from, that they're from Oakland. I've known that my entire life. Yeah. So... Would love them for them to stay in Oakland, but um, like one city that I, I think could be an option that uh, I, I don't think y'all mentioned would be like P- Portland. Just move up one state. Portland. I think that was really one of the options fans. that might be brought up. So Portland has really loyal fans to the tra- to the Trailblazers, and mm-hmm. like I think I think that that's about all that they have. I don't think they have anything else for sports wise, and it, it's a great city i love portland actually i've been there it's beautiful city amazing food um but anyways that's off off, that's off topic but i think that'd be a great city to to go to you know yeah what i was saying uh last week is uh the a's are all oakland has left like we were talking about the raiders left the warriors moved right if if the a's move there's nothing left so i i think that's kind of a sign though that that they do have to Move. Well, two well, two of the reasons were the Oakland Coliseum, which is where the A's currently play and the Raiders played, and it's like falling apart. It's crippling, yeah. and the city refuses to pay for a new for the A's to get a new stadium. They refuse to help, and which if you don't do that, they're gonna go. The, and I think it's it, eventually their they, their lease is for four more years through twenty twenty four, and I think eventually it could come down to the A's saying you need to help us build a new stadium or we're leaving. Like it's that simple. I, I think. That is what it has to be. Like, I think it just has to be an ultimatum to them. Yeah, so it's like and build us a new, or help at least help us build a new stadium, or we're gone. Right, and because the A's are a small market team, they can't just pay for it themselves. They don't have the money for it. They need some help, and they have. If you guys have seen the renderings, they they want to build like a water a waterfront ballpark in like downtown Oakland, and it looks sick. It looks awesome, but they don't I have the money to that. build it. Yep, you have to send that to me. Uh, yeah, I'll look it up, but they just they don't have the money to build it, and it would be great for everyone for Oakland for A's fans. It'd be great, but yeah, you know, they can't get it. They can't get it. It's only if they provide the money. But I mean, yeah. shout out to them though with 
what what all is going on and what and what they can manage. They are leading the uh, AL West because they're always good. They have no money and they just make it work. I mean, I don't know how it works. I mean, actually, I don't, no, actually, I do know how. Watch Moneyball. <laughs> I was gonna say Moneyball. It's a real thing out there. It's such a great movie. I love that it movie so great, much. It is a great movie. I've seen that a, a, a few times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but let's go ahead and move on to the topic of the day. The the not the MLB playoffs. What we were just talking about the MLB too much. The <laughs> NBA playoffs. Last night was the last game for every team. Well, not every single team. I don't think every single team played, but it was the last night of it. Playoffs are this weekend, right? Yep, round one starts Saturday. So uh, Zach, your your boys are still are still there. Fourth we're still seed. there. We're the we're the fourth seed. We're very much still there. We have home court I, in the first round. <laughs> I love that. I love seeing it back. Like, like I would, when was the when was the last time that like the Nets and the Knicks were a top four seed? And I don't think ever. I yeah, good question. Like, um, it's been it's just it it's so weird. I was watching the game yesterday, and the Knicks needed to win. All the Knicks needed to do was win yesterday, was beat the Celtics, and they were they had four seed. And I was watching, and we were up fifteen with five minutes left, and we almost blew it. I was watching. I was like, I found myself like screaming at the TV. I was like, I want this so bad. But like, I remember just, it was like just a couple of years ago that like both the Knicks and the Nets were bottom dwellers. Yeah, they both and now they're them. at the top. Yeah, it's just it's you know, I'm very I'm but, I'm I can't wait for Saturday. I'm very excited. But uh, and uh, Jake, our uh, our Orlando Magic. We have a, 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 top, a top three lottery odds. We have an equal shot, 14% chance to the number one pick. What are you thinking? I'm telling you, I am actually really excited. I know this year wasn't what it turned out to be, but I was actually happy that we we tanked this year. Because think about it. That Vooch trade, right? I, I liked the fact that we traded him at first, right? Um, but I felt like we could, we could have gotten more from him. And now um, I'm like thinking about it. It was actually a really good trade because think about it. We're at that point where we're going to be one, have one of the highest picks in the draft. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, and then we're also going to have a maybe top 10 pick. Exactly. Right? And Chicago no. didn't even make it into the play-ins or playoffs. And they're also not low enough in the, in the standings to get like a top, you know, a protected so, so to get a protected pick. So we, we yeah. have their picks. So I think we can definitely get some, like, oh, my God, some dangerous weapons from this draft. And I'm actually super excited to see how that's going to unfold. I think we're still going to be, like, not – we're probably not going to be good next year, of course. But – Yeah, I think it'll be a couple of years until we are – But in – yeah. But in a few years, if we develop right, which the Magic has a bad problem of not doing, but maybe yeah. six times a charm, I don't know <laughs> – what? <laughs> watch out! I'm telling you, watch out. Well, I think the league has a few years, so they have to watch out. But that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. in a few years, but, uh, like what we should have a top three pick. Should keyword should? Uh, who knows? It might drop down to like seven or something. It'll be terrible. Um, but <laughs> we should have a top three pick based off of odds, and we should have a borderline top ten pick. Right. That's pretty good. I will take that. 
That's a very it, and, it's very good. I I will take that. That's a really good tank. Well done. We get, did an amazing trade. <laughs> yeah, and it was thanks to the Thunder. Thank you, thank you so much, Oklahoma City Thunder, for beating the LA Clippers last night because that just broke the tiebreaker with us because they they we we had the tiebreaker over them for being a higher seed, right? Yeah. So if they would have also lost, we would have had the fourth best odds. And they would have had the third. Right. They won. We lost. Uh, shout out to the Sixers for that. Thank you for winning despite being like really depleted or something. Like no one was playing last night for the Clippers. Not uh, the Sixers, sorry. They were playing realistic lost, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like Magic still lost and we had a <laughs> Basically, everyone out there probably. Like, yeah, exactly. That just shows you how bad we, we are. It's like, wow. Okay. Um, so we're playing full strength against their second lineup. And we still lost <laughs> by like 15, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that just shows you how bad we are. It just, oh my God. And, and we were actually up last night. But I, I'm actually, I was. Okay, so the Magic were up against... Who, who do we play? The Sixers, right? I, I was watching that game, and when we were up and winning but winning by like over like 10 points, I think, at one point, I was like, no, what are you guys doing? Lose, lose. Okay, so I, I, I only checked the, the score a couple of times during the game because I was watching the Lightning game. Uh, yeah. A few friends, shout out to the Lightning, mm-hmm. winning game one. Um, but so at one point, we were down, I think it was 13-3 early on. And that was, was good. Like, okay, yes. Great. We're gonna lose this game. Gonna get a good pick, um, but then later on, we were up by like seven. It was like fifty something to like forty something. I was yes. like, "What's going on? Why are we up by like seven now?" Because Weren't we just down ten. The Sixers don't uh, care if they win or lose that last night's game because they already had locked in the first seed, you know. And they were arresting Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, you know. So. I was afraid. Oh my God, the Magic are going to take advantage of that because I know how the Magic are. They like they win when they're not supposed to, and they lose when they're supposed when they're supposed to win. <laughs> so uh, when I saw them start winning, I was like, "No, what are you guys doing?" And they started bawling out and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I I felt like Zach when when the, the when the Jets, you know, missed their opportunity to get you know the Jesus of college football and Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I will say though, shout out to Cole Anthony, thirty-seven point game. Oh, the, the the man's a beast. I mean... And then Tyrese Maxey for the Sixers, uh, 30 points in like, what was like like 6 and 6, I think? 7 and 6? Something like that, yeah. Great game from the two young guys. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it was an amazing game. Let's move on to the, the biggest topic, really, and that's the play-in games. Mm. I love this. I love the play-in games. I think it is perfect. It adds a little bit more of like, hey, you got, you got to make it's sure dramatic. you're in the top six to, yeah. be, to be secure. Because right now, is... technically, the Boston Celtics might not make the playoffs. The Lakers might not make the playoffs if they have a bad game. <laughs> if they have a bad game. I'm saying. There, there is the shot at them. It's like, hey, you do have to, you do have to play in, you know? Well, I was telling you. Play in. Yeah, well, I was telling Zach on Friday, it's like a little hint of March Madness in there. I mean, yeah. it's probably not going to be the same intensity. but Well, I mean, maybe. Actually, it could be because they're trying to get stay in the playoffs. But 
fun. Yeah. I'm, ex- I'm, pu- I'm freaking pumped for it. It's a hint of March Madness. It's like it's like throwing on a little bit, like you got a cheese pizza and then you just throw on just a little bit of oregano. Boom. Immediate difference. It's like, wow, it's just that little seasoning. That's it. <laughs> I, I remember hearing that analogy. It's like, oh yeah, cheese pizza, oregano. It's like, sure, that makes all the difference. You, you never tried cheese pizza with a little bit of oregano? I'm going to be honest, no. But also, I don't think that, that would make that big of a difference. Oh, it see, but make that big of a difference, but it's that little something. That it's it that adds, little that's something that is at, exactly Zach. Exactly, you got that's it. The analogy. Exactly. Or, or you could just say, so look, look, cheese pizza, right? Pepperoni. See, but no, but that's a huge difference. But that's a huge difference. Like yeah, that's if huge. that's like noticeable. That's a like noticeable. Yeah, that's like that's like. That's like every single team is in the playoffs now, even if you're like the 15th seed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. How about this? Then? How about this? Then ready? Uh, because uh, there are some people, uh, won't name names, LeBron. Oops, just name the name. Who don't like to play in, right? Well, Same let, thing me with say, this let me say. Same? Let me see. Say, that's an anchovy thrown on a pizza. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> me, me and Jake were talking about this the other day. You guys know me. I love LeBron, but even I said I was like, he said he doesn't like to play in tournament. Right when the Lakers fell to seven, <laughs> so right when they fell to seven, he was like, "This is stupid. Get this out of here." <laughs> but here, here but, here's a great analogy for it, right? So the playoffs, as normal, right? They had cheese pizza, ham, and a, a little bit of a little bit of bacon in there, right? <laughs> Playing tournament, throwing some pineapple. <laughs> some people will love it. Some people will be like, this "There, okay." Really All right. Let's let's and go I, with that I, then. I love it. I love pineapple on I mean, pizza. I do too. Pineapple so belongs on pizza you cannot change my mind i i do too and like <laughs> you know it's funny that, that pineapple is a perfect analogy because i think everybody will be fine with oregano in their pizza but pineapple maybe some people won't some people might like it all right well, so that's that's in terms of uh you know how you feel about it which you know depending on how you ask me personally i think it's awesome i think it adds something it's confusing we were talking about this the other day i'm still kind of confused by how it works with the well, exactly. I'm confused how who came up with the idea of putting pineapple on pizza, but I'm like, <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, Zach, wait, when you were like, I was a little confused, and I was like, are you talking about the playing tournament or pineapple on pizza? <laughs> no, no, the tournament, the tournament. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't think pineapple on pizza is very confusing. All, all I know is that it's amazing. I understand it. And oh, the first time I tried it, I was like, yes, please. Oh, no, it's pretty good. It's amazing. But I'm confused at who came up with that idea. That's my point. Uh, but... So what is it? The, the idea ter- of the playing tournament or pineapple on pizza? I still don't pineapple know. on pizza. No, I gotta guess yeah. who came up with the tournament. But um, <laughs> no, uh, who came up with it? I don't know, but I want to meet them and shake their hand. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so tomorrow is I think the East play-ins, right? The East is tomorrow. The West is Wednesday. I think that's how it's I working. I don't know that. Let's see. I know the Lakers. Are, I know Lakers Warriors is Wednesday, which I can't wait um, for. That one, but let's try. Um, yeah. Tomorrow is Charlotte and Indiana and Boston and mm. Washington. Okay. Uh, and then Wednesday is the West. The West is just so much more interesting. <laughs> I know. It's like – I mean, I, I don't know. I think that I think that the Boston-Washington game honestly might be a good game. Oh, there's, they're all going to be good games. But Lakers-Warriors, that's kind of hard to argue. I don't like, know. Lakers, right. Lakers, I agree. Lakers-Warriors is the game. Like, that's the yeah. one. Yeah. But, and also, I think both of you were saying, like, for the uh, Memphis-San Antonio matchup, oh, yeah, it's for sure Memphis. 
I think it I might said be San Antonio. Memphis. I said Memphis. I think Jake said San Antonio. But- I said San Antonio because you can't bet on uh, Gre- you can't bet against Greg Popovich. Oh right, yeah, against, yeah, uh, against Coach Pop. I yeah. I I think it can go either way. I kind mm-hmm. of want San Antonio to go in. For sure, it can go. E- That's what I'm saying. It can go either way because first of all, John Morant is a freak athlete. Right. And the things he's done on the Memphis Grizzlies, it's like incredible. But at the same time, Greg Popovich has proven, you know, if he wants his Spurs to get through there, no matter what players you give him, you can hit you can you can hand him some players with little experience or anything like that. He'll turn them into stars. Um, (laughs) So I I, it's kind of hard not to bet against the Spurs in this case. And. I do want to say, since we uh, we're just talking about um, the Warriors, shout out to Curry, winning his scoring title, thirty three years old. I saw this uh, thing on ESPN yesterday. Steph Curry joins Michael Jordan as only players thirty three years or older to win the scoring title. Now let me ask you this, guys. Thirty three. Yeah. That's good company. Really good company. Now yeah. let me ask you this, uh, Jensen Zach. Yeah. Is Steph Curry the MVP? Yes or no? Yes. No. Why do you say yes, Zach? The dude's a freaking stud. He's, I mean, we talked about this last week. Remember we were saying he can't carry a team to a finals? He's carried them this far. And he's been, like, Golden State, it's it's him. He's the guy. He's got, you know, what's his biggest help there? Draymond? I mean, Kelly Oubre hasn't been that good. Like, plus he won, it's not, it's not like, oh, he just carried the one team. The guy won the scoring title. He's freaking good. But, Jetson. And, Okay. I think as a player, yeah, like most valuable player, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I to- I agree. I in think the literal the sense of player, most valuable right? player. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for I'm sure. Only saying, I'm only saying he does not win MVP because it is so heavily based on where your team stands, right? And that that is part of it, and that happens in every sport. And me and my brother debate this all the time. What does MVP actually mean? Do you take it at its literal definition of the most valuable player to their team? Or just the guy who had the best year in general and had, you know, wherever the team stands. It's different. But Here's my thing. My thing is basketball is also a team sport, so it's both, right? My my yeah. thing, is for, for, you, for you to be qualified as an MVP, right? I, I say, what did you do for yourself and the team? What made you stand out on the roster? But also, what did you do for the team that got you far? You know what I'm saying? That's what, I just That's what I just answered, too. Steph won the scoring title, and he's carried Golden State to the play-in game against LeBron and the Lakers. And I think I think they're going to lose to the Lakers, but I think they'll win the second game. That's right. I told you. That's my I favorite. think that if, if Golden State didn't have Curry and instead they had someone who was, like, maybe an all-star and not a superstar, no. they would be nowhere no, they near win. where they are right now. They would be competing for the, for the number one pick. Not competing for the playoffs yeah. right now, as we playoffs. saw last year. Steph Curry, exactly. he's he's such a difference maker for them. That's why. But, yeah. and, and so I think he's the most valuable player, right? But he's not going to get the MVP award. But those are two different things. If okay, but in your in your honest opinion, right? Should does he deserve it? Even if he's not going to get it, do you think he deserves it, Jensen? Yeah. You think he deserves it this year, right? So. He was just dominant, like absolutely he stop dominant. Yeah, and he has been 
for the past seven years, eight years. I don't know how long has he been in the league. However long he's been in the league, he's, he's just been, been that good for so long. It's, well, not maybe not his first year, it's like but ridiculous. like still, he changed the game. Yeah, it's very true. Like, like, and also, this is the argument that I had like a couple of years ago. You guys remember probably one of the biggest MVP uh, debates in uh, I've ever seen was the Giannis James Harden debate, like a, from a couple of years ago. I think it was 2019. Yeah. The entire year I said Giannis, but um, I the only reason why I said that is because of the same argument I'm saying. Yes, I know the Rockets were far were high in the standings, but the Bucks won 60 games, and and that was heavily on Giannis's team chemistry that he's built with the Bucks and just the 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 style of play that they he was. It's not that he was not only he was dominant, but he played within the flow of the system with other players. You know, he wasn't hogging the ball or anything like that and still put up tremendous numbers. James Harden, on the other hand, is always always has the ball in his hand, still puts up those numbers, but that's because the system is around him. I do want to uh, make a point about that. I am very outspoken that I am not a fan of James Harden. And that's I because that's similar to what you said, Jake, uh, on Friday, I don't like ISO ball. I don't like it, right? But also, it's just he's not overly efficient with it. Like, don't get me wrong. I do respect the guy. You don't win MVP without being absolutely amazing, right? Right. The guy's good. It's not denying that. The thing is, yes, you get more points than people. Yes, you make more threes than than everyone. When you take more shots, take like you also take like. An extra, an extra three shots for everyone that you make. Exactly. Right? It's like, yeah, so he'll make six a game, right? And Curry makes five. But Curry shoots 11 a game, right? And James Harden shoots 16. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you make another one, but you also give up more. This is what I explained to Jake the other day. This is why I said I don't think the Nets are going to win because having three guys like Harden, Kyrie, and KD who all want the ball at the last second, I don't think that's going to work. If they all want the ball, all, not even at the last second. They all want the ball all the time. I don't think that's going to work. Come playoff time, you're going to see the Nets struggle. You're going to see some team take advantage of them because of that. Someone's going to figure that out and be like, they all want the ball. They don't know how to share it. It's Someone's got to take advantage of that. Yeah. But it's like, like with with Harden, like it's just like, yeah. If you if you tell me to take thirty shots in the game, I'll score more than I normally do. That's my thing. Because I'm taking thirty shots a game, and like I'm not a good shooter. People. I'll be the first to say that I am not good at shooting the basketball. Yeah, but if you're taking thirty shots, you're gonna make some of them. them. I'm going to make a few. People don't understand usage rate, right? Like, you see his numbers is super high, right? And James Harden is an amazing player. Don't get me wrong. But you see how high his usage rate is, and then he's, like, scoring, what? Like, like I, I think he was, like, went on, like, this long 30-point streak where he was, like, scoring over 30 points. Yeah, it's going to happen when your usage rate is you average the most uh, – you touch the ball more than any other player in the league, you know? <laughs> like – it, it, this is when he was with the Rockets, but um, I don't know the statistics now. 
But at the time, he held the ball longer than any other player in the league. So yeah. that it's it, it's like yes, he also like oh he doesn't pass. Well, no, he got ten assists a game. Well, that kind of happens when you're on the court for forty minutes and yes. the ball goes through you every single play. It's like it's going to happen. Like yes, don't get me wrong, he's a good passer. You don't get ten assists, eleven assists without being a good passer. But you also it does help by the ball being in your hands every single play. Let me ask you guys a question. When you're playing 2K and you're playing uh, my career, right? Are you always pressing? Like, I, I don't know what it's from PlayStation, but it's A for us to get the, to call the ball to me and stuff like that, like like X or yeah, whatever. Are you guys always pressing that? X. I mean, a little bit, but not as much as James Harden. <laughs> so, but <laughs> is the ball in your hand most of the time in those games? I yeah, but that's a video game. game. But yeah, how much points do you score? It's very, it's very much like, hey, this is centered around you personally, not the real NBA. And that's the right. entire thing with 2K. That's everyone's criticism on the game. It's like, it's not realistic. <laughs> it's not. It's because I'll tell you this. I'm always pressing that button, and I always have the the ball the majority of the game, and I'm like scoring like 50 points, 60 points. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, I should be in the GOAT conversation. You know, like when I'm playing 2K, yeah. I feel so but awesome. But then it's like... The game is tailored to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. so, and that's just my thing. I can do that on 2K because I'm a jerk. You know, I hold the ball. But it's, I still don't like that level, of pl- that style of play. Yeah, I, I do it as well. I, I have a usage rate of like 40% or something, right? <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't like it because it's like I'd, I'd rather be more realistic. <laughs> I, I use a game entirely to try to be as realistic as possible, which is honestly hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Because they pass it to you anyway. Sometimes you don't even call for the ball and they just pass it to you. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. okay. <laughs> That's fair though. That's fine. Like, it happens though. And like, it's like, okay, cool. I don't have to press it every single time. I'm still going to get the ball sometimes, you know? Kind of how it works. Yeah. <laughs> but it's exactly. like, I don't know. Like, in other words, whatever. it's okay to be James Harden in a video game, but it's not okay right, to be James Harden in the NBA, <laughs> in the actual league. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, again, because. That doesn't but, that doesn't work when you have three guys who don't know how to share them all. But I think I do want to talk about a couple matchups um, of what is a guaranteed matchup, right? Because mm-hmm. we don't know the results of the playing games. It's like, oh yeah, Boston is currently the seventh seed. Okay, they're going to go against the Nets. Well, they might lose. Who knows? Yeah. But a guaranteed thing we know, and I think this could be a really interesting one, is Milwaukee and Miami. I that think is that's, be, that's the rematch. That's the rematch from last year. I think that's going to be a really good series. I told my friends. I think it could be really, really, really fun because, like, Miami's only at six because they didn't start the year out well. They really did not start out well. They are an incredibly streaky team. I wrote wrote an article about this. It's like through the first, like, half of the season, everything everything was, like, a streak of three-plus. So they would either win three straight or lose four straight or whatever. It's like – Everything was a streak aside from like two games in the first yeah. half. It was like, this is wild. Oh my gosh. So, honestly, if they go on a streak, they can win this series and then they can go and win the next series. It's like, it's all about streaks for them. Like, who knows? They might they might sweep the Bucks, but then get swept by whoever, right? It's just mm-hmm. they are a really streaky team. I was telling my friend this yesterday, but 
last year I predicted the Heat taking out the Bucks. I said they're just too, they're just on, on way too much fire. I I I'm like they might even make it to the finals, and they did. So I predicted them taking out the Bucks because the Bucks were just you know in, in inconsistent in the bubble. So and and the and just Miami just caught fire and they had like the pieces just fit so well around them. Like I I don't know you you guys saw it, but yeah, this year I have a feeling the Bucks are gonna make a comeback and take them out. I actually I actually think that's the, that's gonna be the case. I don't think it's gonna be an easy series for them. I think it's gonna it, it will go seven series. seven games maybe six or something maybe six six seven games, but I think. It's going to be Milwaukee win in the end. I think they're going to make a comeback this year. I'm going to I'm going to get my uh, my patent pending uh, bold prediction out here. Uh, don't count on this though. Bold prediction, and I love making these. Miami mm-hmm. and six. I can see it. I don't think that's that crazy. I don't think like I can see it for sure, but I just feel like Miami doesn't have that same fire that they did in the bubble, so. I I think it will be. I think the Bucks will come out on top. What is that? What's that, Zach? I'm with you. I think Milwaukee's going to come out on top. I think it's going to be a really good series. Yeah, it's going to be really fun to watch. But I got I got Milwaukee in this one. Me too. Um, here's another fun one. Um, the three six on the other side, Denver and Portland. That's a good one. I love that. Well, they, one because they also have a playoff history. Lillard, he's my favorite point guard in the league. Shout out to Damian Lillard. So I do want them to, to go, and I want Damian Lillard to finally get some success. That'd be amazing. And I love their addition of um, who is it, Norman Powell? Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I think that was a fantastic uh, addition. I don't think it's going to be the difference between them winning a finals or not, but they might get out of the first round. Hmm. I think they'll get out. Um, they also have some playoff history. Seven games. Uh, I think it was 2019, where yeah, they were two years ago. I remember that. That was a great series. Oh my gosh! And then like that went to like four overtimes or something like that. Yeah, that, that was game three or four. I think that went like four overtimes. That like, game was crazy. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember how many overtimes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I so, kind of yeah. really want the the Trailblazers, the Trailblazers to win because like I'm a huge fan of Damian Lillard. So. Oh my god, I love Damian Lillard. And you you know like I actually I really do like Damian Lillard he's amazing um, he, he shares a birthday with me he's uh, his birthday's July fifteenth same thing as mine <laughs> oh, nice. and he the guy is so humble I, I mean I, I respect his game a lot I even rooted for the Portland Trailblazers that other year um, two thousand nineteen yeah, like I know I know Zach you've played me in two K a few times you know I go off with Dame however however I do think that Nuggets are going to come out on top. I, I just think they, they have I it. I think so as well, but I, I just want the I want the Trailblazers to make it through. I want the Trailblazers to make it too because I don't really like the Joker that much. I mean, like, he, he's amazing. Oh, really? I, I just... I I prefer my centers... Well, you know how I prefer them. I, 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 I like my centers to become a little bit more defensively dominant type you of like thing. like the traditional uh, just get rebounds and defense. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not saying like, okay. You, you make it sound like I'm saying like their role is not important. <laughs> no, hey, no, I'm not saying that's that. very important. I think that is incredibly important. That's very role. important. Yeah, I it's just 
I have a reason for that though. It's because I think a lot of a lot of um, positions in in basketball, right, lack that defensive skill. You know, um, I obviously I think the power forward and the center is the strongest ones in those. The the point guard, it would be great if the point guard can is great is it would be amazing if the point guard is good defensively, right? But it's not it's not always necessary, right? The main job of the point guard is be either facilitator or scorer, same thing with shooting guard. But um the reason why I think it's important for the centers to have that one skill, yes, it's great. I think those are awesome bonuses to be like a scoring center, but I think it's imp- it's the most important job of a center is just to be that anchor because you when it comes to that time where you really need it, um it's like what they always say, defense wins games. Um, when it comes to that time, championships. exactly. When it comes to that time that really needs it, you need your center to be the guy to make that defensive play for you. Um, right, because at the end of the day, they're nine times out of ten the tallest guy on the on the court, and they're like their position says they're in the center, right? Mm-hmm. So the majority of uh, shots taken are from two, and a lot, and the majority of Two point shots taken are within the paint. That's not saying that I think they're. Ho- have your tallest guy there. Yeah, and that's not saying I think. That's not saying I think Joker, the Joker, is a horrible player. I'm not saying that at all. He's amazing. Like, oh my I god. He also actually is. People way underrate his defense. His defense is actually a lot better than people say. Yeah, yeah, but like, I, he's he's like an, he's an amazing player. Um, but like, that's just one criticism that I have. Um. That, uh, but I mean, I I still think the Nuggets got it. Like I'm not saying that um, the Nuggets are gonna are gonna lose it. The they Nuggets got it. Uh, even though I want the tro- uh, the Portland Trailblazers to get it, but that was my whole main criticism with Nikola Vucevic as well with the Orlando Magic. He's an amazing player, amazing, uh, incredible player on offensively. But um, a lot of times, you know, people would drive on him, even just guards and stuff like that, and yeah. score on him. Uh, just because he lacks that defensive skill. Yeah. I wouldn't say that he was like a liability on defense, but he definitely wasn't above average. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But yes, I do really, really want the Trailblazers to go past because I'm just a huge fan of Damian Lillard. Um, I mean, I'm also a big fan of John Wall. And uh, I don't think I don't think his team's going anywhere except for the first overall pick. <laughs> I almost forgot that he's on the Rockets. It's so weird to see that. It's so it, it was so weird the first time. It was so weird. It, it he's there. Yeah. Yep. It's so weird. It's just because you, you know his history. Um, but let's move on to arguably the biggest matchup: Lakers Warriors. What's happening there? Like who? Like we we mentioned it a little bit earlier, but what's happening? Who's winning? Lakers. I, I got the Lakers. Um, yeah. I wish it's the Warriors because I, I definitely don't <laughs> because you're a Curry fan. <laughs> I love Curry. I don't know why. I'm a LeBron fan, so I say the Lakers are going to win. <laughs> no, but like seriously, like I really do like Steph Curry is my favorite point guard, um, second to Dame Lillard. But um, I really do like Steph Curry. I respect this game a lot. I respect his shot. He changed the game. He's a really humble guy. Um, he's 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 funny. So yeah, he. He's a really great player too. Like, and he's not—he's not a locker room cancer either. So, uh, 
What? Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is the funniest player Kawhi in the league. Leonard. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, yeah. Kawhi Leonard's hilarious. He doesn't even try to be funny. He's like the funniest player in the league. Like even when he doesn't even try. <laughs> anyway, sorry, you were saying about um about Curry. You were yes. singing, singing Curry's praises. So I although I did not like the Warriors when Kevin Durant came in because it's like a super team and it was like, oh man, they're going to keep going, win championships and stuff everyone, like that. I think everyone outside of Oakland hated them. <laughs> yes, I know. I, I did. I couldn't stand them. <laughs> but I, I really did like, I, I really do like Steph and Clay. Like, I think they just, I think they tagged a lot of hate onto them when Kevin Durant came in and like a and lot of Draymond. Yes, yes, and Draymond too. Are a little di- are a little different though. I think Steph and Clay are a little more likable. <laughs> no, they're very likable. Right. The problem is, but they, but they are the big three. Though. That 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 is their. No, three. no, they are. Yeah, the original Warriors big three. Uh, actually, sorry, not the original, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, the, the original. Zero. They're very they're very likable. The, but the issue is, they tagged a lot of hate onto them when Kevin Durant came in and they became like a big super team. Um, but I I think people forgot how, like humble and awesome they are so i i still like steph curry um he's my favorite point guard um but unfortunately i think the lakers are gonna take it i mean lebron's back um ad is back you know so there's there's no way steph curry is just gonna take on both those just those monsters just by himself i think this is where it ends but he, that, I'm not saying he's not going to be out of the playoffs. They'll lose that matchup, but because of the way uh, the thing is set up, he's going to win the win second, second one. Game. Yeah, they're going to. I'm with. I agree with you on that 100. Yeah. Win that second game. So kudos to to Steph and the Warriors. They made it back to the playoffs, and he did it by himself. Yeah, he did. What about you, Jensen? What do you have for that matchup, Lakers Warriors? Um, I think it. I do think it'll be the Lakers, if. LeBron and AD are solid. True. Because, like, they are they are coming back from injury. And, yes, I know LeBron has been amazing coming off injury a couple of times. And, I mean, AD also uh, – when was that? Uh, I feel like he had a – I don't remember exactly, but I feel like he had a, a decent-sized injury a couple years back and came back really strong. I don't know. But either way, it, it is Anthony Davis. So, yeah, but it's like – if one of them isn't holding it up, we've seen that the the rest of the cast can't hold Struggle. it on. Well, now, what I this is what I think too. And Frank Vogel said last night that there's no restrictions; they're good to go for Wednesday. So that's you know yeah. obviously huge. But I, I sure hope so. And the game's in LA too, so there's that. They're playing at home. But um, we were talking about this last week. The Lakers obviously are the best with both of them, LeBron and AD. With LeBron and without AD, they're still really good. And I and we were saying they're better if they only have one. It's a you'd rather them just have LeBron than just have AD. Right. So if it, if it's only going to be one of them health, fully healthy and producing, it's LeBron cuz he's proven before that he can carry a team to the finals. He's done it. But and and you know in the the other night, he played against the Pacers, scored 24 points. Last night, he played against the Pelicans, scored 25 points. So he's still very capable. Yeah, still very capable. The only issue is what I notice in those games, um, when he dunks, 
Uh, he even posted a highlight of himself dunking in the Pacers game on Instagram. Something I noticed is that he's losing bounce. Um, and that's probably, it's not that, you know, he's getting old and stuff like that. I mean, of course that's part of it, but I think it's just because he's coming off that injury that he hasn't gotten a time to like readjust and like get his bounce right. If you guys actually look at that highlight, you'll see what I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't think that's, I don't think that would be called losing balance. I think that's being cautious coming off of an injury. Yeah. I was going to say he's coming off an ankle injury. I, I don't think he's losing his bounce just because of a couple, not as flashy dunks or whatever in in a Patriots game, but that's, Coming off an injury, what did he get well, back that's, a couple games ago? That, well, that's what I'm. That, I call that losing bounce. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, I said it, I, I I said it because of the injury, his bounce just looks very limited right now. So, which I think is fine. Because no, that's fine. Six, no, eight, so he can still dunk plenty. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, I'm not saying. Still guy. Oh, I'm not saying that for the long term. I'm not saying that for the long term. I'm saying just because the, the playoffs are happening soon, that uh, that's just something I've noticed that he hasn't gotten that time to like readjust. Um, heal completely and to get his his bounce fully back. I'm not saying that's like a permanent effect type of thing. Yeah, no, I don't think that's going to make any difference, really. No, I don't think that's going to be an issue. But would be more um, an issue that would really concern me is if he hurts his ankle again and then limps off the court. Then I'd be concerned. But yeah, or if he gets some cramps. Yeah, he's very well known for. Mm-hmm. He do- he is well known for that. <laughs> very well known for his for his for his cramping. Which, Speaking of which, how many years do you guys think LeBron has? Has uh, left? left? Yeah, just of being a monster. He's still got plenty. Uh, 20. I think 20 years. It's like Tom Brady. Until he's 55. It's like Tom Brady. Tom Brady won't retire until he's like 70. <laughs> Tom Brady's not going to retire until his son plays in the NFL. That's exactly LeBron what LeBron says. Until Bronny's in the NBA, so. <laughs> if, if Tom Brady's waiting for his son to play in the NFL, he's not retiring until he dies. Right. <laughs> I, I haven't heard anything about his son yeah, playing no. football. Yeah, no, that's I true. Have, I sure have heard about Bronny. Oh, yeah. I think everyone has. Who I was going to say. Or, if you've heard of basketball, you've probably heard of LeBron's son. I want to see Bronny and LeBron both in the Lakers one day. I think that would be like Everyone. an iconic. Who doesn't want to? If, I mean, if, if you're a LeBron hater, you don't. Probably Skip Bayless doesn't. I hate Skip Bayless. I actually don't. I hate that he's <laughs> No, I, I guarantee hater, but... even Skip Bayless would want to see LeBron. And oh, he'd, he'd, fi- he'd find a way to blame LeBron and be like, oh, it's stupid. Because that's just how he <laughs> No, is, I guarantee but... he would still want to see it happen. Like 100%. 100%. Skip Bayless would say Bro- like LeBron James is hindering Bronny's development on the Lakers. Yeah, <laughs> he'd find a he'd find a way the, to spin it. That would be the stupidest comment ever. Have because, you seen some of the stuff Skip Bayless says? <laughs> no, but I, I, that would be one of the stupidest things you would ever say if you were to say that. Because oh. I guarantee LeBron has been training his son. Of course he has. And of course. To make the NBA. So if he's LeBron, if, I was going like, to say, if I was LeBron's kid, if he's stopping his development, how did he get in the NBA? But, you know, Skip Bayless is the kind of guy to say that. Like, he would say that. And then he said one time, I remember one time he said about Luka Doncic, right? He was complaining because he got fouled, like, really hard uh, 
Uh, and this was like a legitimate thing, and the refs didn't call it. So he was complaining to the ref. Skip Bayless commented on that, saying, you haven't earned those calls. You haven't been in the league enough to, like... That's... To, I'm like, no, 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 no. First of all, there shouldn't even be an earned call or anything like that. It's a, a foul is a foul. A foul is a foul. I don't care how long you've been in the league. Exactly. The league is not a seniority thing. And I think that's, that's the problem. That's stupid. What? I, I think that's the problem. that we, the, we need to take the referees out of the game. Not not literally, by the way. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, don't like, let, in deciding the game. Yeah. Exactly. Don't don't let them be a factor in the outcome of the game. Because they're not... They don't have... They don't have you don't see them with an NBA jersey on. They have referee jerseys. <laughs> I think that's the issue that we all see, you know? like I mean, that's a very touchy thing, though, because it's also, like, how in the world... Do you manage that? Because every single per- every single referee is going to have error and is going to have slight bias. Right, it happens. Right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're human. We're going to make errors. And it's like, whatever. It's a part of the game. Like, like yeah, we can get mad at the rest for making a bad call or whatever. But at this point, that's a part of the game. That's a part it's of a, basketball. It's a touchy It's a touchy issue, too, because it happens in every sport. It happens in basketball. It happens in baseball. It happens in football. Like, these officials at times become part of what decides the game and it shouldn't happen but it does and it's human error it happens it's a real the thing, thing is it's like people get mad about it it's all, but it's also like at this point it's a part of this it's a part of sports yeah refs and human error is part of sports oh human error is part of sports that's good but you can do things to limit or scrutinize that human error and i do like the the fact that they impl- implemented the the coach's challenge um, right. Yes. And that that that's a that's a thing that definitely helps. Obviously, I think they're still working out the kinks. You know, it's still like in trial and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But when they perfect that, I think that's a great way to reassure uh, something's right. But this, yeah. When when Skip Bayless made that comment, this was before the the, the challenge came out. I think this was like for, uh, like Luca's first year in the league or something like that. Uh, and I do want to. Um, finish off right where we started with the NBA talk with the Knicks. I saw this post uh, by the Knicks on Instagram this morning. Uh, they posted it yesterday, but I saw it this morning. Uh, they said the Thibs effect. Knicks defense. This season, opponents points first. Last season, 18th. Opponent field goal percentage. This season, first. Last season, 27th. Opponent field uh, three-point percentage, first. Last season, 28th. A defensive rating, 4th. Last season, 23rd. That is incredible. Yeah. That's, that's a, like, arguably the best defense in the league. It's Yeah, it's a top defense in the league for sure. And it's just, I mean, clearly Thibs has made a difference. I don't think there's any argument there. And he's going to win. I think he's going to win coach of the year. And I think he's going to win it easily. But that he turned I mean, it around to that? He turned the I Knicks around. He turned the Knicks right. around from the laughing stock of the lead to the fourth seed in the East. Like, yeah. And I mean, okay, the the offense can still use some work because you the have offense still does the... need work. We still we still need. I I say we need a three level score. That's what that's yeah. what the Knicks are lacking. And you have but, the the fifth lowest points per game allowed. Yeah, but our defense is carrying us so that even if we're not scoring a lot, neither is neither is the opponent. Right. So it's well, like. Yeah, I mean, you're not scoring a whole lot, but your defense, our defense is holding it down. It's like, yeah, and um, like that's a great point. Like, yeah, maybe he should have won Coach of the Year because he turned that team around from a literal so joke. Fast. But from from 
the from a dumpster fire mm-hmm. to the prettiest dumpster ever. Yeah, just to a team that looks like they play at to a team that looks like they can attract people who play in New York City, play at Madison Square Garden, are the fourth seed yeah. in the East. They're contending now. Now Knicks fans, I, I I mean I hate saying this, but y'all can actually make ideas and, and about free agency and it's relevant. Don't get me excited. Um, don't. But don't, <laughs> I've been hurt by that before. But <laughs> Zach is just Zach is just salivating over. Oh my god, free agency. Oh, free agency. No, free agency still gives me PTSD. But um, no, but like now. It's legit. It's an actual no, thing. like it, it's oh, like wait. real now. Like, l- like we're good. Look at us. Look what we're doing this year. Look at the coach we have. Look at the staff. Look at the players. The team, the city, Which the arena, the fan because, base. But because a, a couple of years ago, if you had um, if you had uh, to your coach and you were saying, "Oh yeah, look at our coach," it'd be a bad thing. Oh yeah, it'd be bad. it'd be terrible. But look at him now. He's hey. the right he's the right guy for this team, and I think that's shown clearly. Evidently. But there's no, yeah, there's no contrasting that. there, and I 100% think he should win coach of the year for that. 100%, it's like, yeah. wow. But to be fair, though, it could also be said that, um, who's the jazz coach? I forgot who the jazz coach is. Uh, isn't it Quinn Snyder? Quinn Snyder, yeah. I was is thinking Rick Carlisle, that's it, Dallas. Is it still Quinn Snyder? Wow, good for him. I, I think he also could win coach of the year, best record in the league. That's amazing, and. Mm-hmm. People have been saying all year, oh, it's not going to last. Well, look at it. It lasted. Yeah, but I think even then, like, Tom Thibodeau turned the Knicks around. Like, Have you guys seen, right. by the way, Quinn no, Snyder's... I think it's between them two. I think it should oh, yeah. be between those two. I can see that. But... Have you guys seen Quinn it. Snyder's mean face, though? I mean, like, I it is so... Inti- I mean, like, it's most of the game. It's most of the game. But, like, <laughs> it is so intimidating. Like, when he gives you that face, you're like, oh, crap. Oh, Maybe I, I should... have seen that. I have seen this, yeah. Yes, you're like, maybe I should l- just like tap out because I don't know if I'm going to win against the Jazz when Quinn Snyder is giving me that face. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I think it should be between Tibbs and Snyder for a yeah. coach of the year. I mean, arguably Phoenix as well because no one expected that. No, should be the two. That's that's amazing. I would love for them to win it all because I want, I want Chris Paul to get a chip. Well, that's perfect segue into this. Let's do predictions. Who do you, who do you guys think is winning? I, I don't think the Suns are going to win. I would love for them to win. I don't think it's going to happen, though. Who do you think is winning? That's what I'm asking. I don't know. He's being mean. What? Zach's being mean. He's pressuring you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not pressuring you. I'm asking you for a prediction. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Next. Nah. <laughs> Go down. I... I, I I really honestly have no idea, but I'm the king of bold predictions. I'm going to make a bold prediction, even though I have no idea who is going to win. Um, let me just flip the coin. <laughs> Go ahead. Pick whoever you want. There's 16. There's No, there's 20 with the play-in. But... Utah. Utah? I wouldn't say Utah. Okay. Jake? Let's see. <laughs> Utah. I like Utah. I still no think. way. You, you don't actually think Utah's going to win, do you? I think they will. I think they have the wow. firepower. Join the club. Uh, all right. You want to join in? 
Yeah. No, I don't, because I still think the Lakers are going to win. Oh, oh wait, Jensen, you. Oh wait, Jensen, you're picking Utah too. Yeah, that's my bold prediction. Okay, then we'll we're okay. We'll we'll see Zach when he owes us like a million dollars. Like, <laughs> we, I, 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 I picked Utah because I thought both of you were going to say, "Oh no, it's not going to happen." No, no, no. On, the Jazz on Friday were like, eh, "I don't know. I still don't really feel it." I I don't I mean, think the LeBron legit. they can make a run. I still don't. Th- I still don't think anyone's beating the Lakers. I think I, that I no, I don't. I don't. I think the Lakers haven't readjusted enough yet. I, if you want, but I mean. I think the Jazz like, got I, it. I mean, I would love to say like something really bold and say like, "Oh, the Trailblazers are winning it all." Nah, yeah, realistic. You know, I think the Jazz I mean, got it this year. Trailblazers are a great team. I would love them to win it all because of Dame. You know, and I really want the Jazz to get it this year. <laughs> like, I, I would be so cool. I want Donovan Mitchell, especially with all the the hate that they get. Like, they get a lot of hate. Like, I've seen it yeah. like that. Even even the but, like. I really honestly do think Phoenix has a legitimate shot. They can. I really do think so. Um, but, Zach, so you're still saying the Lakers. I still say the Lakers. Me and Jake were talking about this the other day. If if the Lakers lose, it's going to be before the finals. If they get to the finals, they're winning. I don't care who they're playing. No one from the East is beating them. No but one. It's just, no, not Brooklyn, uh, not Philly, not Milwaukee. They're not good enough. I don't think they are, but I I just I don't think anyone if LeBron and AD are fully healthy and playing like they can, I don't think anyone's stopping the Lakers. Still don't. I've wow. seen. There you go. I don't know. I think I think the Jazz can do it. I think honestly Phoenix does have a legitimate shot at doing it. So I think that'd be we'll awesome. See. Well, we but, will see. As, assuming our prediction of the Lakers winning. Uh, tomorrow night is the case. It's Phoenix and, and LA, so we'll see. Then we'll really see. <laughs> but um, that is all that we have time for today. Um, and I think we have pretty thoroughly discussed our our thoughts on the NBA playoffs this year. I love mm-hmm. the play-in bracket, and um, go Utah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> go Jazz. I mean, uh, I, I, I want the Knicks to win. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen either. Uh, but yeah, that's all we have time for. Thank you for listening. We'll be back here this time next week. I think we're going to move consistently to Mondays. So be sure to tune in every single Monday. This has been Jensen with Zach and Jake for your sports standard. Sports standard.